What's good, fam? Coast Coast Podcast back with a banger episode. We just had a great weekend of football, two really, really close games. Um, and probably one of the biggest sports underdog stories in recent history. I mean, the Bengals are off to the Super Bowl, and so are the Los Angeles Rams. Back to back, where the home team plays in their home field. That's that's kind of crazy. That is so insane. They're literally going to play the Super Bowl in their own stadium. Yeah. Whoever won the NSC was playing in their home stadium, if you know what I mean. So. Very true. But uh, how, how are we doing, boys? I know it's been a rough, I know it's been a rough uh, 24 hours. Man. Can we just talk about one game today? <laughs> <That's it. laughs> uh, Let's man. just ignore the other one. In general, though, it was just bad. I mean, I saw him throw the pick, and I just got up out of the room and walked away. I was like, I'm just going to go on a walk. I can't handle this bullshit anymore. I lose my fantasy football like matchup by two points to make me miss the playoffs this year. And then Jimmy Garoppolo ruins our fucking team's chances by throwing a boneheaded-ass pick when he was running around like he Patrick Mahomes or something. I mean, I could rant about this man all day, but yeah. we, need a, we need a new uh, field general out there in, uh, in SF. I hope hey, speaking of Patrick ready. Mahomes, though, man played like a pretty good first half. I mean, this team came out; they were looking amazing. Tyreek was making plays. Kelsey was wide open. Uh, you know, Patrick was avoiding sacks all day, just making you know incredible, incredible throws. And then I text. That was when I texted in the chat, like, Mahomes is too good. Like the Chiefs are just too good. They're just gonna, you know, they're just gonna cruise through this game. I mean, they went up 18 points, and then the second half comes around. And the Bengals' defense starts to make some noise. Uh, I believe it was Von Bell um, with an interception. Who dropped the first interception? Was it Eli Apple? Yes. Yeah, it was Apple. Yeah. He, he jumped, jumped the route and dropped it. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, they've got to make a play here. Like, they, they've got to do something, you know, whether it's a strip sack or fumble or whatever. And then Von Bell gets that deflected pass interception. And the entire narrative of this game changed. They started talking about, you know, this is going to be tied for the biggest comeback in playoff history, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, obviously it came down to the coin toss and we pretty much all, we pretty much all gave it to the Chiefs as soon as they won the, the toss. I mean, we, we said whoever wins the toss is winning this game, but no, no, no. this Bengals defense pulls through. Uh, I mean, Credit all credit to them. I mean, their secondary played amazing. Their D line played amazing. Every everyone on, on this Bengals team was all in. I mean, what, what what do you guys have to say about this game overall, Carson? Um, okay, I'll start it off. Um, Mahomes, you already talked about it. He was like really good in the first half. He was really really bad in the second half. I mean, they wouldn't really run the ball at all, even though they were getting like a lot of good coverage to do so when they, you know, they would drop back in coverage and just made it really tough on him. And it was just, it was really tough to watch at times. He just could not do anything in the second half until, you know, tying the game up, you know, with seconds left in the game. But, you know, reading Biennemi, I think I have to take some blame as well. I mean, not coming up with any points at the end of the first half, which, you know, when the Burrow, when Burrow got that touchdown, um, there was like, I think like a minute and a half left. And everyone's like, that's way too much time. Like, they're definitely going to go down and score at least a field goal. But to not get anything out of that, uh, you know, end of the first half was so huge. Um, and really, like, a meltdown that we haven't really seen yet from them. This is, like, their first real, like, terrible, terrible loss with, like, the Mahomes-Chiefs era, which is, you know, four straight years now of 
you know, AFC championships. Uh, but for now, like that future go talk with like our generation, like Burrow, Burrow is in there. He put his foot in the door. He was insane. Like, I mean, he had so many like crazy third down conversions, uh, you know, scrambling, avoiding sacks. I mean, they were eight for 14 on third down. Um, and he had three massive ass things going against them. They had that terrible O-line. They always doubled or like neutralized chase and then the home field advantage, but it didn't even matter because, you know, even with their terrible O-line, quick, accurate passes, just methodically going down the field. Uh, and he, you know, if they didn't have that, he'd scramble for first downs. Like I said, yeah. I mean, there's a couple plays. It's like, how the hell did he not get sacked? It was like, yeah. Eli, you know, with the helmet catch, it's like, how the fuck did this guy not get sacked yeah. at all? Joe Burt gets it done. Chase was getting doubled. It didn't matter because my guy T Higgins, he went off. Well, not off, but he had a really, really good game. Uh, he know, went off. He went off. He, he, he was really productive. Six for 103. That, that's really solid. I mean, coming across the middle um, and, you know, made them pay for, for doubling Chase. And then when he wasn't doubled, they threw him that 50-50 ball and they got a touchdown out of it. So the one time that he wasn't doubled. And then the, the home crowd, you know, it didn't really matter for Burrow. It didn't really get to him at all. So all those factors going against him didn't matter. He was amazing. And uh, I'm hyped for them, man. I mean, they really went worse to first. I mean, they literally had two wins. Yeah. two years ago and they already have more yeah. than that just in these playoffs alone it's phenomenal I, i'm hyped for them i'm not hyped for my bank account though i lost a little bit of money <laughs> uh but uh no i think i was just thinking about this as you guys are talking about because i'm looking at the rushing stats you know Jarek mckinnon's been good since he's been there but i think we all got to remember who the guy was in kansas city who led the league in rushing when he was there uh star running back in uh, Kareem Hunt from Toledo. And I feel like if Kareem Hunt is still on this team, if he never has, you know, the issue with domestic violence that he has, like, is this dynasty more productive than they have been? And I saw a narrative circling around. I'll let you guys hear it out here. Circling around on TikTok, some guy was saying that, you know, perhaps Andy Reid might be, you know, a little overrated in the fact that he has had, you know, three of arguably the most talented pure quarterbacks in the NFL in history with Donovan McNabb, Mike Vick, and uh, Patrick Mahomes. And he's only gone one and two in Super Bowls. And he has a negative playoff record with 11 and 13. I mean, sure, you know, the Kansas City got played off the field in that second half. You know, it all started when it was signaled when, you know, Mahomes went down, they went all the way down the field. They were on the goal line. They go and throw to uh, Tyreek Hill on the seams. And, you know, Ty I mean, Eli Apple gets to stop there. I think that Great really player. gave them the momentum. Uh, to keep going forward in this game um, like you said Carson Austin your boy T Higgins goes off for them but um, you know some interesting questions for Kansas City is there really any way for them to get much better like is there like you know a running back that they can go out and get that's going to be you know a real dominant guy for them like is an Aaron Jones available if Green Bay really wants to move on with AJ Dillon if Aaron Rodgers era is done I mean their offensive line is about as great as it can be at this point with what they can do and, you know, Kelsey's getting older, Hill's getting older. Um, it's going to be an interesting thing for them. And also their defense has just been very questionable uh, as of late. You know, obviously it did not help that they didn't have Tyron Matthew for majority of that Bills game. But, uh, you know, look it up for the Bengals because everyone on the Bengals <laughs> that's a big star in their offense is young. And they don't even have an offensive line. So you we know they're going to be targeting that this offseason. You know that's going to be a number one priority for them. They have, you know – arguably the best wide receiver duo this year with T Higgins and Jamar Chase. And, you know, Joe Burrow's only in his uh, second real, well, his only his first real season, actually. 
and um, yeah coming off acl surgery that's like completely yeah. forgot to mention that's that like a of. tremendous accomplishment like you know it's like it didn't even happen almost just insane yeah. comeback but hey i, mean, I like i won two games last year yeah it's won crazy. two games last year I, I know but um like i said in the group chat though i think the way this this draft class is going to pan out is that Aaron Rodgers is going to, it, Herbert's going to be the Aaron Rodgers of this class, the guy that's got the pure arm talent that people think, you know, as good as Brady was, that Rodgers is just overall more talented of a player. While Burrow might just be that Brady guy that, you know, obviously a little bit more athletic than Brady, but this is a guy that's going to win a lot more due to the situation because you, no one wins out in, you know, LA with the Chargers. So, it's unfortunate, but as good as Joe Burrow's been, I think people still need to remember that Justin Herbert's an all-world talent. I'd be here for that, man. I think that'd be that's like a best case scenario right there because these guys both have have shown that they have that talent for sure. And you made some great points. Like Kareem Hunt is like a massive what if because I mean when he's healthy, he's like one of the best backs in the league for sure. And Reed, I mean, you know, Reed, we kind of forgot about all his past, you know, playoff stuff because they he finally won that Super Bowl, but his like whole legacy before winning that Super Bowl was yeah always like getting super super close. He was like that one coach that could just like never get over the hump, you know, regardless of how talented and how good his teams were. Uh, you know, Alex Smith, those teams were always good, but they could never get there. You know, you said uh, McNabb, they lost the Super Bowl. All those Eagles teams could you know never never close it out. Um, and that definitely, I think that came that came up. Those like demons came up again in this game, and they kind of reverted back to the old Andy Reid. That was a great point. I also think that the reason BNME hasn't signed a deal with another team is because he wants to take over once Andy Reid retires, I believe, which in the next couple of years, because, I mean, let me check real quick. Andy Reid, he's 63, so he's getting up there in, in terms of coaching age. So, you know, him and yeah. Belichick after Sean Payton's gone uh, are some guys coming up in the ranks that might be leaving yeah. in the next couple of years. Yeah. All right, man, well. I know y'all don't really want to talk about this, but I mean, can we just appreciate it as like a football game? It was a great game. Like there was drama. 100%. There was like a ton of action. You know, there was good defense, good offense. Like it was a great game. Like it was really a show. It was a show. Um. I don't even know where to start with this game, man. I mean, Jimmy G, I was saying he he was having one of his better games this season up until the very end. Like, he had that touchdown. He hadn't thrown a pick up until the end. Like, dude was making dude was making throws, making big plays. Like, and then the end the end of the game comes. I, I believe it was uh, Jaquiski Tar dropped. Yep. An interception deep down the field. But that's what that matters terrible. the most, though, is he like he was good all game until the fourth quarter, and Stafford yeah. was like decent all game, but he fucking stepped it up in the fourth quarter. I mean, he had three straight scoring drives, you know, two field goals and a touchdown, where yeah. he was throwing lasers out there. I mean, Odell, Cup, and even Blanton. Blanton was like really solid and shown like he's like another yeah. weapon that just came out of nowhere um, during the playoffs. But he was yeah. fantastic in all, you know, all three of those drives. You know, they capitalized off the the tart missed interception. You know, like right after he throws like a twenty yard out to Odell, and he was and Stafford really really stepped up big time. And he's you know really played like this is the best. I mean, you know, obviously them win the Super Bowl, but right now this is like the best possible scenario of what the Rams wanted when they you know made that big trade to get him. Yeah. 
No, yeah, it was 100% a Super Bowl or bust season. I mean, they went out and also got Von Miller, Odell Beckham. Like, this is a star-studded team. This is like, this is like Thanos with the gauntlet type shit. Like, this is the Warriors with KD. Yeah, we said that was like, start, but it was just weird because they had so many like weird games during the regular season where they did yeah. have like that Thanos yeah. level, that dominant team. But I mean. Yeah, it was always there because the, the talent on this team, we're going to look back in like 20 years and be like, what, like, how did this happen? How? <laughs> how did they let like, this happen? The GOAT, man. Like, how yeah. the hell did this happen? I, don't, I mean, they're not going to have a first-round pick until my kid's in the draft, literally. But um, <laughs> they, If they win the Super Bowl, it won't matter, and no one will it care. It does not matter, yeah. yeah. But if they don't, if they don't, I mean – Hey, we, no one's rooting for the Rams, bro. First of all, they don't have okay. fans. Second of all, <laughs> Joe Burrow has the entire nation on his in his hand right now. Facts. Yeah. I mean, if they win, I'm getting a Joe Burrow jersey. As freaking bandwagon as that is. I, I already have my Debo jersey on the way, so it is what it is. But nah, talking about the game, though, I mean, when it comes down to it, a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo is just going to limit you in a lot of ways. You know, he's not a guy that's got an extremely strong arm. He's not one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. He's a guy like, you know, a Teddy Bridgewater that can just, you know, get your wins up and along the lines of that. He's not raising the, the ceiling of your team. He's raising the floor. That, that, that ceiling's really fucking low in that, in that room that he's in. And, you know, <laughs> When it comes down to it, you know, as much as people are going to hate and dog on Jimmy G, we got to appreciate the fact that he did lead us uh, as, this far as a franchise. You know, ever since, you know, the Colin Kaepernick days ended when, um, you know, we made the Super Bowl, we lost to the Ravens, everything like that. And then, you know, the Seahawks ran over the division. We were going through such a rough time, you know, having random fucking quarterbacks playing for the Niners. It just seemed like, you know, that era of 49ers football where, you know, we were one of the best franchises of all time uh, was looking like it was going to go in the past. And, you know, we have some guys we hit on in the draft. Obviously, Jimmy G's brought in, goes uh, perfect in his first uh, couple starts as a Niner uh, to end the season off. And then, hey, he's led us this far, but we spent so much this offseason to acquire Trey Lance. People are already saying, man, like he hasn't shown enough yet. The kids played like three games and he's, he's done like, perfect. He's like 21, bro. It's, exactly. He's, he's super young. I feel like he's shown a lot of signs from what I've seen. Obviously, his completion percentage isn't great, but he's been getting in the end zone when he's running. He's obviously a super talented runner. Um, I think, you know, going into the offseason, Shanahan's got to look back and say, hey, you know, obviously Debo is one of the best weapons in football. We got to find more ways than including him than just in the run game. I think as much as we love using him in the run game, I feel like we still got to use him in the pass game. Because if you don't remember, he was like, he was, if he kept going the way he was at wide receiver, he would have finished like where Justin Jefferson finished in terms of yardage this year. Like he was going insane. And, you know, Elijah Mitchell, I did the math. If he played all 17 games at the pace he was at, he would have put up like 1,500 yards, which is insane. Um, you know, but when it comes down to it, we need to make sure we capitalize on the time we have guys like Trent Williams, um, you know, yeah. who's only getting older and one of the best players in the league. You know, Kyle Juszczyk, we don't know how long he's going to keep being productive for this team. Uh, you know, we need to learn a way to get George Kittle involved too because people keep trying to push the narrative he's the best tight end in football. And as much as I want to believe that, 
Uh, every time I watch Travis Kelsey, I think, damn, I wish George Kittle could be something like that in the receiving game. Sure, maybe more yeah. complete player, Kelsey. I mean, uh, Kittle. Yeah, that's what play. I'm saying. To me, like, Kittle just felt like he was, like, non-existent this whole playoffs. I mean, obviously, you got that touchdown. But besides that, it just there was a lot of times throughout this, you know, you know, crazy playoff run. I'm like, why are we not using Kittle like we use Kelsey? Because it's like, yeah, exactly. You watch the Chiefs, and it's like Kelsey's like always open. It's like I feel like that could be the same way. You know, like Debo is like the Tyree kill. Like there, there should always be space in the middle of the field for someone like Kittle, who you know is one of the best. But he didn't really show that too much in the playoffs. What the Niners disappointing seem to do is they like to pick a guy each season to be like their guy. This year was Debo. Last year was really becoming Ayuk. And then, you know, a couple of years before that, it was Kittle when he had his record-breaking season. But, like, sure, injuries have hurt Kittle, but a guy who had the tight end all-time re- receiving record uh, puts up two for 27 on uh, five targets in your last game of the season. You know, that's not what you want to see. And, you know, there's no – Eric Weddle, sure, he put up the most tackles on the team. Shout-out for him coming out of retirement. But Eric Weddle cannot guard Travis. I mean, uh, George Kittle in the open field. So why aren't you trying to force exactly. the memo there? So exactly, Eric the Weddle day, was in our position like four weeks ago. He was like on the couch, like sitting down, like <laughs> not doing anything, and he's out there. Exactly. Uh, I'm sure he was doing a little better off than us. But hey, I know we need know. corners <laughs> this off season. Go out there, trade Jimmy G, get the highest value you can get. I saw a fucking yeah. 20th overall from the Pittsburgh Steelers. If that's happening, I'm throwing a party but that's not happening regardless we need corner death because then the day you know can't just be williams uh trying to lock up cooper cup every game when we're going against guys like that we need a guy that's you know young youthful and we need a number one corner because we haven't had one since sherman and sherman you know after one year of being an all pro was kind of terrible after the fact so when he got mixed by sammy watkins in the super bowl but it might rain yeah I will also say about Weddle, though, he did have a lot of tackles and he played pretty well. But to Liam's point, I definitely would have liked to get him in coverage against a guy like Kittle, who's you know, much bigger. Um, you talked about Trent Williams earlier. Yeah, he's only getting older. It was really tough that he was hurt because, like, it really showed. But he could really, like, wasn't really too much of a factor out there. Um, and the Rams defense, they really stepped up. And we weren't really able to run the ball and protect their lead. Uh, in the second half, you know, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, those guys were doing a great job stopping the run. I mean, we only had like two and a half yards of carry. Debo was under 30. You know, uh, Elijah Mitchell barely did anything. So they're really, really good at that. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I just hope, I hope Trey Lance is ready. And if he's not, I think, uh, you know, I think another like, old, like ultra pack a punch version of Jimmy G, like a one year rental, like a transition QB. Um, hey, Rod. <sighs> That's the best case scenario of what I'm talking about. Yeah. Honestly, I'd take a Kirk Cousins. I think he's overhated. He is. I think he'd be better. He had a great season. He had a really good season. He was like a. There are some nice. There's some nice corners in free agency though. Uh, We get Steph on. That'd be nice. Yeah, JC Jackson. Yeah, Uh, our secondary was our weakest spot like all season, and the Rams capitalized. Yeah, and the the Rams capitalized on that because their wide receivers were. Burning us all the time. Yeah. Hey, shout out Odell, man. Shout out Odell. Got his way out. And, like, I mean, he was right. He was right. Yeah. yeah I mean, I saw a meme. It was like, if if they let Odell score in the Super Bowl, man's just about to fuck around and perform at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
But yeah, I mean, looking into the, the, the next week's game or two weeks from now's game. Uh, fuck next week's game, bro. If you're watching next week's fuck game, next week's game. game. Fuck next week's game. Being a real football game. fan. That's just not football. That shit not football. That shit might That's as well be true. flag football. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, I mean, who y'all got, first of all? Rams. It makes sense to say the Rams because – the Bengals haven't faced an O-line like this. I mean, a D-line like this all season. Aaron Donald yeah. absolutely eat in this game. But, man. I put money on him to win the MVP, honestly. I'm I think Aaron the Donald could have, like, that much, like, that great. Like, a Von Miller against the Panthers, like, level game. Because he will absolutely demolish this uh, this O-line. But, I mean, yeah. Burrow's proven us. He's been proving us wrong this whole time. And, you know, yeah. he could easily, you know, he's – He's done it up until now, and you know to go up against. Yeah, you guys said it's like the toughest, you know, defensive line he's had to go up against all season. And he conquers that, then it's like, all right, that's just cherry on top to the craziest second year ever. Yeah, I think yeah. Burrow's more built for this than Stafford is, for being able. 100%. I mean, honestly, both were huge SEC quarterbacks, but I think sure. Burrow's got it in his DNA more than Stafford does. I trust Burrow a hundred percent. Like right now, I trust Burrow much more. Yeah, Burrow's just so. Stafford has just so crazy boys, line, man. you know the crazy defense. Yeah, Burrow was so impressive, like so much poise. Yeah, and I mean Stafford looked looked bad at times. He had some a couple really bad missed throws, overthrows, like underthrows, just miscues all around. And well, Burrow, Stafford against the Bucks, like you know he wasn't able to do anything. Like you know he uh, couldn't get. He was kind of like Mahomes. He couldn't get anything really going in the second half until that huge play to cup. And I will yeah. say it's like something technically small, but it might come up big. The kicking difference is huge. Like, dude, Matt Gay missed another like, yeah. you know, 45, 50 yarder that was way right. And then you got on the other side, McPherson's <laughs> automatic. Like, I mean, 50 he points. He is cold. Like, him and Robbie Gold were so cold this, uh, this playoffs. And that yeah. could be the difference, bro. It comes down on a field goal. It really like could because it's back to back weeks of Rams yeah. kicker, you know, missing, you know, in in good weather conditions, missing just like a you know a tough field goal, but some one that you know, McPherson hey. probably would have made. Wildcard weekends <laughs> the would've. only weekend there's been games decided by more than one score. Wow, that's crazy. It's been a great playoffs, honestly. Like, like the parity in this in this. Uh, this year's playoffs specifically is just it's unmatched because who the fuck would have predicted the Bengals to be in the Super Bowl right now? No one. They had the Jags odds to win the Super Bowl. Same odds. Damn. Preseason. Damn. Wow. Damn. Yeah, Bengals, Rams. Because like there was so much parity and like every team was a contender, you know? Yeah. That's the cowboy. Yeah. Hey, but Jose, who you picking? The Eagles. Oh, give me the Bengals. I've I've rode with the Bengals all playoffs. I gotta <laughs> keep riding with them. Give me the fucking Bengals. I really fucking hope they pull this shit out, man. Oh God, that'd be lit. Like I, I, for I the culture, them, for, I just think, for the needs for everything. Too like, much. Hmm. The D line's gonna be a big, huge uh, factor, oh, yeah. but also like. The Bengals have found a way to adapt and to win despite all adversity. I mean, this guy got sacked nine times. Like, the Titans' D-line is 
is pretty nice too. I mean, it's not Aaron oh, yeah. Donald, but like, but they're yeah, they're one of the best. Yeah, they're legit. Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, Joe Mixon was incredible this past game against a pretty good D line of, of the Chiefs. So I mean, this Bengals team just finds ways to make plays. They find ways to win. Uh, and you know, P Ryan Jamal- too. P-, P Ryan was really solid. He had that one crazy play. Yeah, and then he ran the wrong side of a screen pass, which was I know really that, that was that was <laughs> muffed. Yeah, but <laughs> that was awful. Uh, but I mean, Ramsey probably going to be uh, guarding Chase or Higgins all the time, but someone's going to be open. Someone's going to be open. Hey, Boyd. Boyd could be the superstar of this game. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they get Uzama back. I I don't think I don't think so. But prayers up. Yeah, they really miss they really miss him against the Chiefs, but didn't matter. Uh, yo, I'm taking NFC to win the the win the Pro Bowl, bro. Cordell Patterson's going to touchdown every way possible. He's going to get pick six. <laughs> She's not screw that. Give me the AFC. Give me the AFC. I've Let never watched that in my dude. life. I think I'm definitely going to do a Cooper Cup touchdown at some point. <laughs> oh, for the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, you, you can bet, your, bet the house on it. Bro, if Eli Apple gets, like, a game-winning pick, I might actually throw my TV. Like, that, that mofo <laughs> just bothers me. Bro, he's been, like, really good, though. But he swears he's goaded. He's, like, literally dog shit sometimes. He needed no, yeah. he needed that pick to really justify it. That drop pick he had would have, like, really sent it off. Yeah. But okay, no. Still- that goal line he- stand, though, that goal line stop on Tyree Kill – was Won like the game. Yeah, that was huge. That was fucking yeah. crucial. Loki, yeah, play the game. Look like Micah Parsons out there, Loki. Uh, yes, sir. Good play. Bad play call by the Chiefs. That that was frustrating. Yeah. But any any final thoughts? Nah, bro. We'll be back next week with something fun before the Super Bowl. Maybe looking yeah. at some. Uh, Two early fantasy football predictions, bro. Clyde Edwards and Lair undrafted. We need to talk hoops, bro. We need to talk hoops. We do need to talk hoops. Yeah. We need to talk about these motherfucking Hornets. Facts. They've been nice. Hey, the Hawks Hawks on a streak right now. They coming back. Talk about the Cavs. The Cavs should really be like leading our episode. Facts. Yeah. Cavs are best. Kings are ass. Screw the bum and uh. Malik Monk. Always disabled. Oh, <laughs> always disabled. A Disney. <laughs> AD always disabled. Malik Monk, the Lakers' second best player this season. I saw De'Aaron uh, Fox for Ben Simmons. What you doing if that happens, Jose? Hell no, bro. Please. I mean, okay. Here's my here's my thought process. Like legitimately, I don't care. At this point, <laughs> at this point, like just shake. You guys it aren't gonna win any trade, to be honest. We're not gonna win a trade. We're not gonna win games with the team we have now. <laughs> So like, switch teams, Jose. Just we'll let you come to Golden someone. State. You can come to be Golden no, State fan. Bro. Fuck that! I'm never, I'm never joining. Be a Hornets team. fan or something. Join on a new wave. I might become a Hornets fan, low key. You're yeah. allowed to, bro. It's been too miserable for you. The rest of you, you have it's gone crazy. this far though, so it's like. <laughs> so like, when the Kings win a championship in like 30 years, you can say like you were there from the start. Facts. Yeah. Well, yeah, when some kid is in like first grade right now, grows up, leads you guys to a championship. Yeah, Deuce Tatum's gonna lead you to the chip, bro. Bro, <laughs> I don't even know if we probably would. We probably wouldn't even draft him. He'd probably go right after the dude we drafted. Yeah, you're gonna draft true. baby Gronk, bro. 
Sixers do need to capitalize on it though. They they gotta trade Ben because Joel's been playing so well. Yeah. All I know is they better not cover that spread tonight. That's all I need. <laughs> hey, you got him at plus three and a half, though. Hey, it's whatever. Easy money. All right, well, we done here. We ready to talk some hoops, talk something yeah. next week. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Peace.